You know that thing where if you ask the universe for something, you get it? It's me, Cindy. Well, I did, and I did get it, but I didn't even realize I was asking. You know the last podcast episode? If you didn't listen, you could do that now. It's episode 35, Friends with Benefits. Go ahead, I'll wait. It's only 10 minutes long. <laughs> oh, no, huh? All right. I'm just going to try to catch you up, but when you have a chance, give it a listen. I was talking about friends, and I was pretty swept up with the gratitude of having great people in my life. Then I was talking about how many came to me quite incidentally, and how you should always be open to new friends because having them makes for a healthier and happier you. There's more, but at least we're on the same page now, okay? So I shared the podcast early in the morning, and just a couple of hours later, I'm listening to a message from a woman I've known and loved for decades. And I call her, Wani, in case you remember her. I call her back as fast as I can, and we have a quick chat, and I plan to catch up when she's out in here next month. Then I get another voicemail from another woman that I've known and loved for decades. You know Elise? Anyway, I call her back and we talk for a long time, agreeing to meet next week and share a meal before we hang up. Then having gotten a couple of surprisingly good pictures with me and Lisa and Leanna from the wedding last week, also in episode 35, I use one for my new Facebook profile photo, replacing the picture of a particularly remarkable piece of cake I had a few weeks back. And Johnny Valentine, okay, old radio name, but I can only think of him that way, who worked with me and Wani, posts a photo from when we worked together decades ago. And that was just a wonderful peek back. So not just one, but four really sweet, surprising bursts of affection. I'm counting the good photo of me because that's kind of few and far between. And I'm wondering, is it because I had focused an entire podcast on the importance and the fun of friends? Or is it a coincidence? But I don't really believe in coincidence. Or I believe if there's such a thing as a coincidence, it's the exception, not the norm. I don't mean to sound like I can't make up my mind, but in this case, is there a coincidence? Like if you think of somebody and then you call them, that is not a coincidence. But if you think of someone and then they call you, that is a coincidence. And sometimes you get exactly the thing you need when you need it most. Coincidence. Or some would say it's some universal sort of thing, some cosmic, karmic, inexplicable, except for that you can explain it if you say karmic, getting back what you give, you know, what you've earned. I love the concept of karma because it makes me be more careful to be kind. Anyway, back to the photos. This will be a direct flight, which is to say not nonstop, but you know, we'll get there. On top of all these contacts from old friends, I stumble across this list of ways to be a better friend. And I'm like, coincidence? Or is there just more to say about the benefits of having friends? And I'm like, I think there's something more to say. And it's about this list of how to be a better friend. Some of the ideas are very basic. Some we've hit on in episode 35, if you are listening. But there were a couple of more that were interesting and not impossible. So I will share them now, like be present, which again brings up the downside of cell phones or just suggests that maybe you put it the hell down when you're with your friends. Listen to them. Watch their faces as they talk and nod and make all sorts of expressions as they listen to what you're saying, assuming they put their phones down as well. Be more generous. The author of this article said generosity doesn't have to be about money. I'm like, it can be, but, you know, generous with what you have, what you do best, offer time, support, energy, help with homework, tidying up clutter. Not that I'm ever going to do that, but, you know, whatever they need. The start talking to strangers idea, we already talked about that, but there's a helpful suggestion that you start with something simple. It doesn't have to last long or have a purpose. Like, you know, you compliment somebody's t-shirt, which not just flatters their taste in clothing, but it means you like similar things. It shows you have something in common. And remember, the other person can be just as nervous or shy. Just go for it. 
In Girl Scouts, we had a song about make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. So new friends are fun, but old friends are solid. And with 101 quick and easy ways to be in touch, the only real excuse is I can't find time. Find time. Trust me when I tell you that getting in touch will be well worth it. Plus, really, Siri's most likely doing the texting or calling anyway, so it's not like you got heavy lifting to do. And since your phone is probably always handy, make a point to take more photos. You can delete most of them, but you're banking some valuable future memories. And print up a couple of your favorites. That aren't going to kill you. It's like 12 cents a piece. For now, take one of the boxes of pictures down from the shelf or out from under the bed and give yourself a half hour to go through them. I'm a huge fan of capturing moments, or at least moments in the relative proximity or time frame of the significant moment that I'm celebrating at the moment. It's getting redundant, isn't it? Anyway, I'm actually very good at actual old school developing pictures, partly because I've lost too much in computer crashes. I used to be good at albums, but now they just go in a cardboard shoebox, you know, up on a shelf, under the bed. I got dozens of them. Here's how that half hour or however much time you can afford going through pictures ties into friendship. Say you come across an old friend of you and fill in the blank here. From a couple of years back, whose name did you think of, by the way, when I said fill in the blank? That's an interesting question, right? Next, grab an envelope. Hopefully you still have a couple of envelopes around the house and hopefully a stamp to put on it. Write a little note on the back of the envelope. Hey, Phil, in the blank. Get it, Phil? Uh, And maybe you'll find a new photo for your refrigerator. You and old fill in the blank back in high school. That would be a fun one. Don't even tell me you don't have a fridge covered in photos and magnets. Or at least don't tell me that it's only my mother and I that do that. Anyway, sending off an old photo is a great way to reach out to somebody you haven't talked to for ages. What you don't want is to wait until it's been too long and it's too awkward to get in touch with that person. One guy said... He finds an old email from an old friend to respond to, and he writes back to that email as though it wasn't sent years ago. I mean, that's pretty hilarious. He says people always respond to those emails. I'm going to give that one a try. If it's just hitting you right now that you really would like to catch up with old fill-in-the-blank, you could just hit pause. I'll wait while you call or text or wait. On second thought, don't do it yet. Wait till we're done here. Then pick up whatever form of communication you're going to jump on and jump on it. Because... I saved the most interesting part for last. When it comes to meeting and making and maintaining and getting back in touch with friends, when I read this, I thought this was maybe the best single step to being and having good friends. Here's the story. Get your tissues handy, I might choke you up. When David's client stepped into his salon and asked him to style her hair, he asked if she had any special plans for that night. A party, some type of social engagement, anything? She said, no, nothing special, which wasn't exactly true. In fact, she did have something planned for that night. She was planning on ending her life, and she wanted her hair to look nice for the funeral. David didn't know that, proceeded to work as he always does with warmth, care, joking, making his clients smile and laugh throughout the process. At the end, they hugged goodbye. A few days later, David received a letter from that same woman. In her letter, she confessed what she'd been planning to do. She said that after seeing David, though, and after having such a loving, wonderful experience at his salon, she changed her mind at the last moment. Instead of driving home to end her life, she checked herself into a hospital to get professional care. In her letter, she thanked him for making a difference in her life. Thank you for being there 
without knowing you were there. Yeah, I got choked up when I read it the first time. I got choked up now. But David was so moved, he wrote a book called Life as a Daymaker, How to Change the World by Simply Making Someone's Day. Honestly, I think we probably don't need a book to tell us that being kind, open, optimistic, helpful could make another human being's day a little better or entirely, completely make their day. You ready to make old fill-in-the-blanks day? And yours too, because friends. I'm going to wrap up. So since you're already thinking about them, why don't you send a quick text? Don't know what to say? Listen, I'm going to dictate for you. You ready? Hey, uh, you. You'll have to fill in that blank too. Thinking about you, hoping all is good. Get in touch if and when you have a chance. Love you. Or you could skip the love part if you aren't that close. If you like, you could subscribe to the It's Me, Cindy podcast, because mostly it's me, Cindy, just wanting us all to get the best out of life. What kind of friend would I be if I didn't offer that?